Hello and happy Friday. This is Ryan File with the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to First Thing, our weekday top story podcast where I go over the day's main headlines. Past episodes of this and my other podcast, The Insider, are available at mailtribune.com slash podcasts, or on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Some of my colleagues have podcasts, too. Go check them out. Here are the top stories for Friday, August 31st, 2018. First up, local health officials said they support a new bill by U.S. Senator Ron Wyden that would allow Southern Oregonians to have their hotel stays covered when they flee wildfire smoke. Wyden explained the details of his proposed Clean Air Refugee Assistance Act during a press conference Thursday at the Jackson County Health and Human Services Building in Medford. What we're seeing in Oregon and the West is what amounts to clean air refugees when we have these unhealthy days, Wyden said. His act would allow people to apply for relief through an existing federal emergency management agency program that covers temporary lodging for people who can't immediately return home after a disaster. The program pays the hotel bills of people displaced by disasters such as wildfires and hurricanes, but not those concerned about the health impacts of breathing smoke. Something's got to be done when young people and senior citizens are afraid of opening the front door because they think they'll be engulfed with smoke and dirty air, Wyden said. He said he considers the wildfire smoke problem a public health emergency. Wyden didn't have a cost estimate for the proposal. He said details would have to be worked out about who could apply for the lodging assistance. He also didn't have an estimate for how many people would apply. So far this summer, Medford has endured 24 days in which smoke levels have been categorized as unhealthy or worse. That compares to 15 such days in 2017, 12 days in 2015, and 9 days in 2013, according to air quality data. Those days don't include smoke levels categorized as unhealthy for sensitive groups, such as senior citizens, babies and children, pregnant women, and those with health conditions such as asthma and heart disease. We are in week seven of almost continuous smoke in Southern Oregon, said Dr. Jim Shanes, Jackson County's health director. And last up. A former North Medford High School student who was facing a mandatory six-year prison term was instead sentenced Wednesday to 24 days in jail and five years probation after pleading guilty to sex charges, including third-degree rape, in cases involving three young teenage girls, two of them middle schoolers. Despite a firestorm on social media, a prosecutor described the resolution as what the teen victims wanted. Joshua Thomas Campos, 19, was sentenced on felony counts of attempted second-degree rape, third-degree rape, and second-degree sexual abuse Wednesday in Jackson County Circuit Court after admitting last week to sexual contact with three underage victims between January and October of 2017. A charge of second-degree rape, which under Oregon's Measure 11 laws carries a mandatory minimum prison sentence of six years, three months, was dismissed as part of his plea agreement. Second-degree rape is defined as having sex with a person under the age of 14, and third-degree rape involves a person under the age of 16. The disparity between the sentence Campos faced versus what he received elicited outrage on social media, primarily on the more than 49,000-member Jackson County Scanner Group on Facebook. More than 200 comments were posted about the plea deal, including, This makes me physically sick, and, I hope a parent gets a hold of him. One called it, So, so wrong, and another said, Unfriggin' real. Senior Deputy District Attorney Terry Smith-Norton, who prosecuted Campos' case, described it as, quote, not what we would have hoped for had the case gone to trial. But a trial, she said, was the last thing the three girls wanted. The girls were described as a high school freshman and two eighth graders. 
The case began in January after a friend of the victims contacted the Jackson County Sheriff's Office, Smith Norton said. At least two of the juveniles initially denied Campos did anything wrong before reluctantly disclosing more information. Smith Norton said she believes the victims faced peer pressure for testifying against a popular senior. Smith Norton described Campos as a, quote, big man on campus at North and said the victims likely looked up to him. That, she said, likely was behind the girl's reluctance to testify against him. Only one of the parents chose to participate, Smith Norton said, adding that the parent approved of Campos's plea agreement. None of these girls were very pleased about having to go through this process. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good day and a great Labor Day weekend.